the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Two decades on air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A memorial ceremony at the National September 11th Memorial Museum commemorating the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks, which killed close to 3,000 people 20 years ago today. And President Biden was set to make stops today at all the sites of the attacks in New York City at the Pentagon and also in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. At the Ground Zero Memorial, Mike Lowe, whose daughter was a flight attendant on Flight 11, which crashed into the North Tower, recalled the heroic actions of everyday Americans. Beginning with the actions of the flight crews, like Sarah, and the passengers on the four flights, the individuals in the towers, the professionals of the fire and police, and later the volunteers who helped work on the pile, sensitive to recovering our loved ones' remains. And this is SRN News. 20 years have passed, and with it, some of the pain. But what will never go away is the memory of the horrific images from September 11, 2001. That is extraordinary. The South Tower, the World Trade Center, has collapsed. Today, we must be stronger and smarter to stay prepared, because evil never stops. Today, our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. Today, we remember the victims and heroes of that tragic day. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Today, mostly sunny and a high of 81. Then it feels like fall on football Sunday, high of 73 and decreasing clouds. We're spicing things up at The Patriot. Register once a day at am1280thepatriot.com for your chance to win a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree and a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers. Coming up, Narn with Mitchburg. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Join me, if you would, please, 651-289-4488, the number to call, as always, uh, perhaps the most stable number anywhere in my life uh, for these last going on 18 years now that we've been doing the show. It's been the same phone number the entire time. This never happens in the real world of radio. I think Rush may have had the same number for 30 years, but nobody else. So by all means, give us a call. If you got questions, comments, or feedback, uh, concerns, uh, if you just plain disagree. By the way, if you disagree with me, you get on the air first. This is in stark contrast 
to every other talk station in town where they they like suck ups. I, I the, the talk boutique at the eleven thirty. They're they're okay at this, but you go to AM nine fifty, which I'm told still exists because someone was publicizing an interview there the other day with some bush league uh, afternoon guy, and they are still on the air. But boy, if you disagree, they hustle you off the air if you get manage to trick your way on the air uh, faster than a drunk sailor from from uh, from a cathedral wedding. I mean, it's it's. It's amazing. And talk about going to Minnesota Public Radio with a dissenting question. We'd be out of there faster than Dr. No getting ejected out of that Aston Martin DB7 in one of those early James Bond movies. Did Dr. No get ejected? Your producer, you're supposed to know this. Did Dr. No, it's okay. That's fun at you mostly here. At any rate, here, if you are a dissenter, if you've got questions, if you've got feedback, you want to push back against what I'm saying. You are launched to the front of the queue, assuming there is a queue, which on a gorgeous day like today, there usually isn't. It's a little interesting uh, how September 11th always tends to be a gorgeous day every year, including the September 11th 20 years ago that everyone has been commemorating today. Uh, it's I don't even bother watching the news on September 11th. I mean, we've been through it all before. I, I do my own commemorations. I do remember where I was and what I was doing very, very clearly. I think everyone does. It's it's my generation's Pearl Harbor moment. My my father, who was uh, five years old at the time, remembers exactly when he heard about Pearl Harbor. And I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing when I heard about 9-11. Uh, on 9-11, uh, my kids had missed the bus. Thankfully, they went to the same school. Unthankfully, they were at a school that was seven, eight miles the other direction of where I had to go to get to work. They were in the north end of St. Paul. I had to go out there by Ridgedale to get to work in the morning. So I trudged off to school. And it wasn't the worst thing in the world because on the local classic rock station, the morning show had an interview with one of my favorite conservative authors, P.J. O'Rourke, someone who in some ways was one of my role models in becoming a conservative and certainly was in becoming a blogger, although blogs didn't, well, they did exist at that point, but I didn't know about this. We'll come back to that. Anyway, I listened to the interview uh, with P.J. O'Rourke and probably his most, his least incisive book of his entire career. This is the same guy who gave us the book, A Parliament of Horrors, which was, even though it was done in 1989, it was probably the most incisive expose on how government works ever written. And it's still, uh, it's even more uh, apposite today. Uh, if you ever get a chance to read it, do now it it talks about the waste the ossification the stupidity it, it baked into the institutions of big government uh, the jarring thing is the number he numbers that o'rourke talks about 30 years ago as being obscenely expensive uh, just profligate wastes of the nation's wealth are a good order of magnitude lower than the ones we're talking about today, maybe more. Uh, we're talking about a national budget that was flirting with a trillion 30 years ago. Well, now we're talking 3.5 trillion. Anyway, just triple every number you read in Parliament of Horrors, and it's still as perfect an expose today as it ever was then. Anyway, I digress. His next book, Give War a Chance, a series of, of essays he wrote uh, during when he was Rolling Stone's last decent reporter, except for maybe Matt Taibbi, uh, during the Persian Gulf War. Uh, remember the, the original one, 1993-ish or thereabouts. That was uh, an amazing book as well. Well, this one was for CEO of the Sofa, 
not one of the books that we all remember most fondly. It was his most domestic book, obviously. It was a book about settling into fatherhood at age 50. It was a, it was, it was a book that was very much of the time that ended that morning. I, I was listening to the interview. I thought, cool. Uh, a commercial came up. I thought, let's check out the news. I punched the uh, speed dialer over to the local public radio station. And because of my experience in radio, which, by the way, on September 11th, 20 years ago, it had been eight years since I had last darkened the door of a radio station of any kind. I'd been out of the business for a while, but I had enough experience in the business in the 12-year career I'd had up to that point before uh, going back to age 15. I had enough experience to know that something was drastically wrong. There are things you can, from your own experience, you can tell that that something is drastically wrong without hearing a single word, without getting a single piece of narrative. For example, if you are a long, lifelong Catholic and you walk into a Catholic church and you see a priest wearing horns with a red-painted face carrying a spear and a trident, you don't have to hear a word to, to know that something is drastically out of place. I knew something was drastic. If you go into an operating room, and the surgeon walks in wearing Speedos, smoking a cigarette, you don't have to hear a word to know that something is drastically wrong. Something is not in place. Something needs to be, something is about, is either happened or is about to happen that is drastically different than you would expect. And I had that moment based on my own radio experience without a word having to be said. I flipped over to National Public Radio at about 8.40 in the morning, and I heard the unthinkable, a national public radio morning edition host trying to ad lib. Now, you think radio people ad lib all the time. Well, commercial radio people ad lib all the time. That's right. I mean, if a Martian landed in the backyard of this station right now, I might be a little dumbstruck. I might be a little dumbfounded. But I probably would not be at a loss for words. At the very least, I would say, hey, there's a Martian in the backyard. I'm a little bit at a loss for words here. Let's get a microphone up here and interview the Martian. National public radio people, for that matter, Minnesota public radio people, are a very different breed of radio cat. Bear with me here, folks. I'm going to paraphrase the late, great Fred Thompson in the movie Hunt for Red October, who said, and I'll paraphrase him closely enough here, National public radio hosts don't go to the restroom without a script. You listen to Morning Edition, or you listen to uh, All Things Considered, either the local or the national versions on, on NPR here in the Twin Cities, on all the interactions you hear between the hosts and, say, the weather guy, where you hear the little question and answer going on. It sounds like, like a little bit of repartee, a little bit of Q&A about the affairs of the day, whether it's news or whether it's about a news story about, a, about the weather forecast. Every word of it is scripted out. And if you ever hear public radio, well, you never hear them trying to ad lib under normal circumstances. When you hear NPR people, or for that matter, Minnesota Public Radio, trying to make it up as they go along, they do it with all, and I say this with all due respect to my, my many friends who work in public radio, and, and I consider you my friends, whether you know it or believe it or consider me a friend back or not. If you listen to them trying to ad lib, you will know that they do it with all the grace that, I don't know, the, the German nation does Philadelphia funk. It doesn't work. 
they, they have no practice at it. It's not part of their cultural milieu. You work in commercial radio, you learn how to ad lib. For example, this broadcast I do every week is basically two hours of me ad libbing. I, I may start off with some news stories, a few blog posts, uh, some, some National Review articles, but the commentary is all ad libbed. Every word of it is off the top of my head as I go. I ad lib. Even when I am at a loss for words, like, for example, when uh, it was Donald Trump was declared the winner or when it was, became clear that Donald Trump was going to win the 2016 election, it was hard. As I said live on the air, and Brad Carlson remembers it well, I felt like someone had slipped LSD into the cucumber water at the Radisson Blue in Bloomington. But by gosh, something came out of my mouth. It may not have been Peabody award-winning stuff, but it was content fit for radio. Listening to national public radio people, well, I didn't listen to them so much. I listened to silence. I listened to stammering. I listened to breathing on a microphone. I listened to whoever the host was. I forget. Bob Simon, I think. I'm, uh, we're waiting for more. I mean, just stammering away like like a 16-year-old on the mic for the first time when the, radio, uh, the record didn't start when it was supposed to. I say this out of autobiographical experience. And listening to this, I knew something really horrible had happened. I've been through this twice in my radio listening life. Once, 1992, an anhydrous ammonia tank exploded or sprung a leak, I guess, in, in Duluth, sending a cloud of toxic gas across the harbor, uh, leading to the evacuation of a good chunk of lower Duluth. That led to national public radio news people trying to ad lib as they went along. Before they said a word, I knew something really drastic is happening, and I was glad it wasn't happening near my house. Listening to Morning Edition 20 years ago this morning, before a word came out, I knew something was drastic. And, of course, it just kept getting worse as they started talking. I spent the morning uh, at my job at the time, a startup, a, a, a startup in the software business out by Ridgedale Mall. And I will say, it was, unlike a lot of people working at startups at that point, I had the blessing or challenge of working in a room full of veterans. The CEO had been an A-10 Warthog pilot in the Air Force. Uh, my head engineer that I reported to had been an Airborne Ranger for a number of years. Uh, the guy at the cube next to me had been, I kid you not, a Russian paratrooper. And they had a certain sense of purpose about their reactions that I couldn't quite muster because I, on the other hand, was a lifelong career civilian, a 38-year-old brand-new single father uh, with a couple kids. I think at that time they were uh, nine and seven years old. And you know, my job was in front of me. I had to deal with raising a couple kids in a world that was brand-newly at war. And what happened over the next few months was a big part of the story of this show for a lot of us who made up this show over time. And it ties into the events of this last month in a way that I think should enrage, not depress, but enrage you. More about that when we come back. Northern Alliance, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Are you tired of bouncing over your sunken apron into your garage, shoveling snow off an uneven driveway, or stubbing your toe on your uneven sidewalk? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We can fix your settled concrete with a more permanent solution than mud jacking. Expert Concrete Raising uses a high-density polyurethane foam. It doesn't deteriorate, shrink, or wash away over time. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact the second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. That's expertconcreteraising.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. If you think the COVID vaccine alone will protect you from the coronavirus, think again. As the deadly disease breaks through to people who are vaccinated, it's critical to take a reliable temperature reading with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's the only thermometer whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies versus the non-contact devices that have no supporting studies and produce a false sense of security. Vaccines are not enough, and thermometer accuracy matters. Learn more at exergen.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Calling all cooks. Your winning recipe could score you a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers and a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Enter the Your Favorite Recipe sweepstakes now at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651 651- Two eight nine four four eight eight. the number to call. Hey, we've been uh, plugging this for just a couple weeks here, very, very briefly, in fact, uh, because we were looking forward to our 20th anniversary party uh, coming up here shortly uh, for a while here right now. And this thing, last week we told you that the Narn table with Jack, uh, Brad, and I has sold out. Now, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that... What we're going to do now is announce that the entire event sold out early last week. I'm sorry. I wish we had more seats. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Uh, the Patriots 20th Anniversary Gala is officially sold out. Details remain posted at am12bethepatriot.com. But if you reserved a seat, it's as simple as 6th of October at 5 p.m., uh, 6th of October at the uh, Best Western Premiere in Burnsville. 
We'll have a great dinner. You get a photo op uh, and tons of intelligent conversation with Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk when you get that. It's our 20th anniversary gala supported by Pro-Life Across America. Hope to see you there if you got your tickets. If you didn't, sorry, you got to be quick on the switch next time. This could be a lot of fun. We haven't done a uh, stay, uh, Patriot event in almost two years now. And it's just amazing that we're able to do this again. And I am so looking forward to this. You would not believe. Maybe you would believe it. I don't know. Maybe you are as dying to get back out and contribute uh, to to social life around you as I am. I I know I am. And I I bet you are, too. Talking about the anniversary of 9-11. And I've been. I'll tell you what. I. This is, it's an important event, obviously. I mean, Captain Obvious has just been promoted right past Major to Lieutenant Colonel. I want to say it was one of the most important events of my lifetime, probably yours as well. I mean, uh, whatever. Whoever you are, however old you are, if you're old enough to listen to this broadcast, you probably remember 9-11, and your life changed. Mine did, too, by the way. I mean, while I was not in a position to join the military, as a number of people I know did, uh, and spend some time uh, fighting the war against the terrorism that came to us. I did, like an awful lot of people in my position, middle-aged guys with kids and responsibilities and, and things you know, and, and jobs to do, I did find myself wondering, what can I do to swash this need to yell something into the void that, that makes a difference, or at least makes me feel like I'm making some difference, or at least vent all the anger, the frustration, yeah, the fear that I'm feeling right now. And I I missed terribly at that moment as I sat in that doomed startup, which spun into the ground within about a year, I think nine months after, no, probably four or five months after 9-11, the startup I was at had uh, had tanked, or was starting to tank. I was one of the first that got laid off, and uh, it just kept getting worse from there. I think within a year or so, the whole thing was gone. And I, I remember thinking, what what can I do? And And unlike a lot of people in my position, I had had that voice. I had had a talk show. I had been on talk radio for about a year in my early 20s, that would have been, what, 14 years before that, 1987, 1986-87, I knew what it was like to have a voice, however small, however tucked away into the wee hours of, of the morning, because that's how confident my boss at the Evil Talk Empire was back then in 1986-1987. He put me on the air from 2 to 4 a.m. weekend mornings. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that was a, a mark of confidence right there, but that, that's what I had. And never had I missed, while I had reconciled the fact that my life had moved on from there at that point on the morning of 9-11, I had never missed it more, being able to say, this is where we're at, and this to be able to take part and lead the conversation about events in the world that were going on around us. I missed it terribly at that point. Now, I didn't know that blogs existed at that point, although they most certainly did. Glenn Reynolds was doing Instapundit for a good year before 9-11, and his blog turned out to be one of the better sources of information on that day, although I didn't know it at the time. I didn't hear about blogs until February of the following year, February of 2002. I read about it on Time magazine. I saw a reference in the article to uh, the the new technology of the blog at blogger.com. I went to blogger.com. I set up Shot in the Dark 20 years ago this February, and I've been writing it ever since. While it didn't go live right after 9-11, as so many blogs did, 
it was a direct result of 9-11 and this show and the entire Northern Alliance dynasty that followed it uh, was a direct result of the blogging revolution that democratized for a while social media back then. So that was one offshoot of 9-11 that has enriched my life greatly, uh, has has given me something that has kept me sane for much of this last 20 years, and that is a voice, a conversation, a, a place to get together with people of like mind or to engage with people of unlike mind about the events of the day, about the things that are going on, something that, that people need, that something that social media it was a need that social media originally did help people meet long ago, back before big tech hijacked them into a instrument of propaganda. I bring that up because, well, that brings us to one of the frustrations of this day. Reading social media responses to the 9-11 anniversary this morning uh, brought about some of what I guess I would consider some of the dark sides of this anniversary. Uh And when I say dark, in the first case, I will say it's a dark side that is probably more dumb than dark, more stupid than evil. Uh, We saw Rob Reiner, who at one point was a fairly gifted filmmaker and has basically turned into a blue-checked buffoon on social media, referring to the president's uh, speech this past week uh, as, quote, the mark of a great president, a man who's willing to stand up and fight for all of us. Even the ignorant and misguided, we have such a man in Joe Biden. Okay, well, this is this is just plain stupid. Uh, even dumber uh, was a tweet that came out this morning from Brian Stelter, a man who has distinguished himself for being undistinguished in, in terms of pure intellectual firepower over this last few years, this last five years in particular. Brian Stelter of CNN, I, a walking Yorkshire pudding of illogic, who tweeted this morning, and I quote, Network TV anchors were, quote, the closest thing that America had to national leaders on 9-11. They were the moral authority for the country on that first day, end quote, especially with the political leaders in bunkers or otherwise out of sight. To which I would like to say, Brian Stelter, you invincibly ignorant buffoon, the national leaders were in bunkers or on Air Force One and being kept out of sight because that's the procedure in the event of attack on the nation, especially when they don't know what's going on yet, to keep the president moving, to keep him uh, as invulnerable as possible uh, because an attempt to decapitate the country's government is the worst-case scenario. And by the way, it was an attempt that but for the... Uh, uprising on Flight 93 would have could very well have worked that morning. They were headed for the Capitol. At any rate, Brian Stelter, a, a person to whom I would like, and in fact, via the miracle of social media, was able to respond by saying, gosh, and to think our, quote, elite media, end quote, uh, to, to, to think that listening to this, Who'd have thunk that every sentient American whose opinion is worth anything thinks that our, quote, elite media, end quote, are a bunch of narcissistic drama queens? Network TV anchors did the job they were supposed to do that morning. They passed on the news they had. To the extent they had it, 
they did a passable job. And in these days uh, before, everyone had their own broadcast outlet. They were pretty much still the place people went to. Uh, there wasn't a whole you, – you couldn't get much uh, via the Internet at that point. I remember the morning of 9-11, all of the news websites had to go down to simple HTML text pages because the traffic was crushing everyone, and there was no bandwidth back then. But saying that uh, the TV anchors were the closest thing America had to national leaders on 9-11 is just the sort of preening narcissism we've all come to expect from our, quote, elite media, end quote. Uh, Dan Rather went on to completely beclown himself uh, in, in undertaking a, a slanderous attack on uh, George W. Bush uh, two years later uh, during the dawning year three years later actually during the during the early years of the blogging revolution brought down by the way by articles written by initial uh, the charter members of the northern alliance scott johnson and john hinderocker at powerline who were among the original uh, charter members of the northern alliance way back when uh peter jennings did passably well uh, i mean and and tom brokaw again their job is to sit there read what's put in front of them and sound calming, sound like they're not completely losing their minds. Okay, they did adequately well at that. That's not national leadership. That's being a calm voice, which is an art form in and of itself. I'll say this as someone who's had to work on the radio during tornado warnings in stations that were not down in the basement. It's it's something that's equal parts training temperament and blind luck that you just happen to be in, in a mood where you don't completely lose your mind as danger closes in which by the way it was not closing in on any of those anchors although to be fair they didn't know that at the time there was another there has been over this past 20 years another current of and i use the term as loosely as as possible perhaps only in its biological sense another train of thought about 9/11 and on the uh, and about the train of terrorism that had led up to it and that followed in the years since that is even more toxic more damaging and dare I say even more blue check stupid than Brian Stelter's opinion even and that that is a low bar indeed that is limboing down below ankle level here folks we'll talk about that when we come back questions comments feedback 651-289-4488 or you can go to hashtag narn show on twitter on MeWe, on gab on parlor or you can join the live stream on facebook at the northern alliance radio network facebook page either way join me we'll see you in a bit go nowhere be right back Abraham Lincoln said, We highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain. This nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom on this anniversary of 9-11. Remember those who were murdered when America was attacked. Let's resolve to have it not happen again. Sponsored by Great Garage Door Company. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter, so there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is 
just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Do you love to cook or have a favorite blue ribbon dish? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning entry will receive a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and get a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once each day. So start cooking and enter now at am1280thepatriot.com slash recipes. Hey there, remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning, here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? Like spending time with the family, or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all. Or better yet, taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use. Imagine this, you getting your hooks wet, catching some dinner, and leaving the cleaning to us. Forever Cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal, break room bathroom disinfecting, dusting, mopping, and more. So what are you waiting for? Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Do you need a new battery for your lawnmower, boat, or motorcycle? Full Service Battery offers the lowest prices on batteries in town. Need batteries for your golf cart? Full Service Battery will recycle your old ones and even install the new batteries. Let local, family-owned Full Service Battery put their over 20 years of experience to work for you. They can even custom build a battery cable if you need it. There's only one name you need to remember for batteries, and that's Full Service Battery. Search them online, Full Service Battery. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Could a private Christian education be the right fit for your family? Now, if you're looking into your options, as I know I was about this time 20 years ago, as the public schools just kept getting worse and worse, just reach out to us here at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. There you will see an amazing list of our partnering schools and learn how we could help you save a half, 50% off, your first year of tuition. Uh, this will help you secure a great education for your family and save you half off. And by the way, money talks here, folks. Money talks and money teaches. So we've helped well over 100 Twin Cities families access private education, and we'd be more than happy to help you, too. You can come to am12athepatriot.com to find out more or just go to Twin Cities Tuitions. Dot com. It's the place to go. And believe me, as we see the public school system and the teachers union continue to debase the value of American education, you can see the value of this program borne out constantly. I, if I could go back and put my kids in a private school, a Christian school, even homeschool them, if I'd had that option 20 years ago, I'd have done it in a heartbeat. So, Go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com, learn what you need to learn, do the needful. So someday, years down the road, when you're wondering what the heck happened to your kid's uh, education, 
You don't have to look at the world around you and just go scream at the universe in frustration that... No, you will not be trapped in a failing public school system. You can uh, actually make education work for you and your kids. Yes, I used, did used to work in music radio, and yes, I know how I hit a post. Thank you very much. So we were uh, talking uh, about some of the dumbest things I've heard about 9-11, and the dumbest one of all, I, perhaps the, the, the loser of the entire Internet for today. And one of the things that, that got me hot under, well, I'm wearing no collar today, but if I were, I would be hot under it. So I guess I'm just hot around my neckline right now. Was this post by a woman named Pam Pam Keith, who advertises herself as a candidate for Florida District 18 and a former Navy Judge Advocate General Officer, which there's so many good politicians who served in the Judge Advocate General Corps, and there's just so many dolts. I guess they're like all lawyers, about some percentage of them are good, some percentage of them are complete dolts, and, and Pam Keith Esquire would be one of them. She tweeted this morning, on January 6, 2021, 9-11 ceased to be the worst thing that happened to America in my lifetime. It's really weird and painful to process and say that, but it's the truth, and quite frankly, it's not even close. I have a hunch not even close will also describe Pam Keith's chances of getting elected to Congress in Florida 18th District, unless that is in the most benighted blue uh, corner of Miami. I have no idea where the 18th District is, but in a just world, this would be Pam Keith's entry to political Palookaville. Nonetheless, this is part of a larger theme. I'll, I'll say it again here. On January 6th, 9-11 ceased to be the worst thing that happened to America in my lifetime. Now, I'm not going to embroider it here. Uh, January 6th was was a terrible thing. It was a deeply stupid thing to the extent that that uh, President Trump at the time had a role in exciting people's emotions to the point they think that they, they, they thought that they could storm the Capitol and interrupt the counting of the Electoral College votes. It was a stupid and deeply malevolent thing to do. And those who participated in what was actually... In reality, a mostly peaceful protest involving hundreds of thousands, the several hundred that breached the Capitol and went wandering around on a on a deeply stupid lark for the most part inside the Capitol and a destructive binge for a few others, they did something stupid, very, very wrong. I'm, I'm going to stop a little short of evil, but let's just call it malevolent and deeply, intensely stupid. And and those in an official capacity who encouraged it were equally stupid and malevolent and misguided and completely ignorant of the process that separates America, or is supposed to separate America, from just another banana republic dictatorship, including the institutions like the Electoral College and the justice system that in a nation ruled by laws and not the passions of men. It's supposed to be where we settle these things, that and the ballot box, of course. And by the way, if you want to say there's a case to be made that there's rampant electoral fraud, I'm all ears, and I believe to I believe it to a great extent. Was the entire election stolen? I remain to be convinced. I think most sentient people do. Are there vast problems? Absolutely. By the way, we'll be talking about those problems and big left's attempt to 
completely uh, solidify those problems in our electoral system with Kim Crockett after the top of the hour here. But was this stupid, malevolent outburst by a few hundred stupid, malevolent people the same as an attack that was one of a series of attacks, by the way, not the first attack against America, the second against the World Trade Center alone, plus the attack against the American embassies in Nairobi and Dar es Salaam, uh, the the attack on the USS Cole, uh, many other terrorist attacks around the world in the previous decade before 9-11, and of course 9-11 itself, which killed 3,000 Americans and led to a global war. Can you say that a demonstration, an outburst, a however stupid, however misguided, however malevolent, however egged on by people in official capacities who should have known better and, in fact, took oaths to know better and practice better, can you say that that is as great an evil as as the deaths of 3,000 Americans? How stupid can you possibly be? Well, it's not just stupidity. That lets people like Pam Keith off too easily. This is part and parcel of a campaign of gaslighting and collective defamation that's been going on since the election of Barack Obama uh, 12 years ago, 13 years ago almost now. Back in 2009, when the official word came out as part of Barack Obama's campaign to divide Americans for his own political benefit, that the greatest threat to this country was the, quote, wave of white supremacist terror, end quote, that was going to, and I quote, dwarf 9-11, end quote, said with a straight face by countless Nabobs of the left, big, small, pathetic, and terrible, that we've been told constantly ever since that for the last 13 years now was the real terrorist attack that's waiting to happen, that this wave of malevolent white supremacy just lurking, we were told, under the service of American society, That, that 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 was going to come along any day now, honest. It reminded me of from the old Popeye cartoons. Uh, kids ask your grandparents. The old Popeye cartoons of, of the J. J. Wellington Wimpy, the the hard to describe, just sort of a this this weird character that would pop into Popeye cartoons saying, I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. It reminds me, I mean, people like Pam Keith and the entire, oh, there's a wave of white supremacy just around the corner. I will gladly show you where this wave of terrorism is on Tuesday for a little bit of headlines today, crowd, that that is wrapped around this particular bit of myth. This is just part and parcel of that. And In fact, I've said it before. It's on the verge of being Berg's 23rd law. If January 6th hadn't happened... Big left would have had to make it up, and in fact, in many key ways they did. Because as stupid and malevolent as it was, as stupid and malevolent as barging into the Capitol during the counting of the electoral votes, one of the most important processes of representative uh, of our representative democracy and our limited form of government, as stupid 
ill-advised, ignorant and malevolent as that was, they're, 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 and, and as harmful to the general observance and acceptance of the institutions and processes that a government ruled by laws and not men has to have, there is no way you just can't just the idea that people can can compare this with a straight face as you can clearly hear by the rising tone of my narrative at this moment makes me angry and frustrated in a sense that starts me to sputtering and i need to take a uh, sit back and take a deep breath and remember that this this may be a berg's 23rd law that if they didn't, if if they didn't make it, uh, if if it hadn't existed, they'd have to make it up, and in a real sense, they have. They have blown this up into the event they needed it to be. After a year of rioting, after a year of att- after four years of attacks on democracy, Hillary Clinton saying the, uh, the election of Donald Trump was illegitimate for four years. After a year of rioting and bloodshed in America's streets fomented by the left they needed to have some countervailing allegedly countervailing event to gaslight the rest of the country around to say hey you guys are just as bad in your own way you guys are really you, you can't look don't look at us what about your own little event if they didn't have it they'd have had to make it up and in a very real sense they did uh let's go to the phones Tor on uh, from St. Paul, you are uh, live and on there. You got about uh, thirty seconds. Uh, why don't you hold me over because I wanted to address a couple of things that you have already. Uh, go up. ahead and address them. We can uh, push the break for a moment here. Go right ahead. Uh, Brian Stelter and Pam Keith are among the more um, despicable people who have the public's attention right now. Um, I don't know how much of your 9-11 story and having to listen to NPR you told during the first 15 minutes. I missed that. But um, that goes a long way toward illustrating how tightly uh, National Public Radio edits and, frankly, censors the content that gets broadcast. A lot of that stuff is, a lot of the pre-recorded material is edited well in advance. Very little of it is improvised and uh, creative, active, right off the bat. Yeah, it's very true, Torrid. Thanks, Firko. You're absolutely right. And by the way, that's not necessarily a knock on, on NPR's news gathering process. They curate and edit their news just as carefully as, well, newspapers used to do it, <laughs> but don't anymore. Uh, let's take a break right now. Uh, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments, we'll go back to the phones in just a moment here. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can also join us uh, via hashtag NarnShow on Twitter. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. Gab, MeWe, or Parlor, Or you can join the live stream. Leave a comment there. I read those as well. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. 
Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion 1-7 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. Pass off flash. You see him flash? Anybody out there? We have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Extortion 1-7, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel. Extortion 1-7. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Do you have sunken concrete around your home, leaving you with trip hazards or causing water to run back to your foundation? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We raise settled concrete using a high-density polyurethane foam, which is a more permanent solution than mud jacking. Polyurethane foam cannot be washed away, and it doesn't shrink or deteriorate over time. If it's concrete, we can raise it. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact a second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Wow, that was, that was enigmatic. 651-289-4488. Uh, also, join us on Twitter or Parlor or Gab or MeWe at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Short bumper means time for more calls. Uh, calls, uh, by the way, if you're trying to call and get through, keep trying. Uh, lines are jammed right now. Apparently, uh, we have struck a chord here today. Let's uh, let's go to line two. Steve, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Hey, Mitch. Um, longtime listener, follower. Uh, appreciate the show. Um, the comments about you know how uh, January 6th was worse than um, 9-11 is so ridiculous. Today, they were reading the names of those victims. You know how long that took? Hours. And it's, hours. Yeah, I've I've sat through and that reading in the, the past. Names of the victims on, on January sixth. One second. One name. Angela Babbitt. Yeah. Done. 
Exactly. And 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 if you and and the one Capitol policeman who originally was was it was said was murdered. Turns out he died of, a, I believe, a heart attack or some other some other day. medical emergency. Yeah, tragic, but not exactly mal- uh, malice. And, and again, what happened on, on January 6th? Nobody's defend. Literally no sentient person who no. cares about democracy is defending it in any way whatsoever. Absolutely. So you're absolutely right. incredibly stupid and buffoonery, but nothing compared. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I and I would love to be able to say it to these people face to face. But by golly, they they uh, they they make sure that they're you're, it's impossible to respond to them on on Twitter. Go figure. Let's go to uh, which one do we have? We still have line one on the line here. OK, let's go to Bob. Let's uh, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network live and on the air. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah. There's no moral equivalence between January 6th and the 9-11 attacks. But I wanted to pick up on another point you said Um about the election interference, you know, it's never been proven in a court of law that, you know, there's been miscount or cheating. Uh, but the worst kind of election interference or unfairness is when the media misrepresented President Trump oh, and yeah. they propped up Joe Biden. Because if you don't have correct information about the candidates, that is the worst kind of election interference, period. Absolutely. That is absolutely correct. And it's, it's interesting that it, here in the state of Minnesota, it's a crime to, give a, to, to buy breakfast for a legislator or to give a legislator anything, uh, a, a, don't, a quote, donation, end quote, of anything worth more than $5 because it's considered, a, you know, without reporting it, because it's a campaign finance uh, donation. But the media... The the in the bag media, CNN being the worst of the offenders other than MSNBC, which, to be fair, is is openly, uh, openly, uh, openly partisan uh, while they say they're not. They are uh, they, they give billions of dollars of free advertising to. Democrat candidates around the country everywhere and billions of dollars of negative hit advertising against Republicans. And and by the way, whichever Republican is endorsed in 2024, they will be the ones called literally Hitler. They will be the ones that draw the the investigations and the the slander. And, and it's like just you watch if if Donald Trump is not endorsed in 2024, it's Ron DeSantis or uh, Christy Noam or any Republican gets endorsed in 2024. Just you watch. Just you watch. They will be the second coming of Satan themselves as well. Oh, let's go to Mark. You are on the air. Go right ahead. Hi, Mitch. Um I've been trying to push this mathematical thing. Uh, If you ask somebody to figure out how many of Trump's 2016 voters voted in 2020, and you look at CNN's exit poll, it says, uh, well, you know, uh, 43% of 2020's electorate was Trump voters from 2016. That means 68 million. Now, he only got 63 million. So uh, the number that is associated with 43% of, uh, let's say, 59 million, uh, that would be the surviving voters, would be 137 million. That's the legitimate vote tally in 2020. I think that if you check people who uh, had their juror summonses returned as uh, unable to find by the post office, you'd find a lot of them voted. And I believe that in uh, California with the recall that, if uh, Larry Elder is not keeping track of ballots that get returned to the uh, election commission as undeliverable, he's going to lose with fraud. 
Abs- but, I, I don't dis- I cannot possibly disagree with you there, Mark. I think that the fraud machine, whatever fraud machine does exist, and I, I will I will dwell in the realm of facts as much as I possibly can. I do believe I do believe that there is massive fraud. I believe the evidence I've seen points to massive fraud, but we live again in a in a nation that is supposed to be ruled by laws, not men. A, a nation that is supposed to be <laughs> that is supposed to drive its policy with dispassionate fact, although that has taken a big beating in this last few years, and does not. I I think Larry Elder, uh, if he wins, it will be a miracle of frustration and organization uh, up against a uh, a wall of fraud and racketeering, electoral racketeering, and, oh, yeah, racism. (laughs) We saw that this last week, a story that should, if the media weren't actively in the bag for Gavin Newsom and every other Democrat up and down the food chain, this would be the biggest story in the country. Berg's Eighth Law of Diversity reads very clearly, quote, American progressivism's reaction to one of, quote, their constituents, women, gays, people of color, running for office or otherwise identifying as a conservative is indistinguishable from a personality disorder. And there's a reason it's called Berg's Eighth Law and not Berg's Eighth Suggestion. Um, I mean, I don't know if Larry Elder's going to win this Tuesday's recall election against Gavin Newsom. But uh, Big Left certainly thinks he's got enough of a shot to pull out the big, stupid, racist guns. We've heard uh, some of the professors saying that Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy, uh, according to a Cal State professor. But this past week, we saw perhaps the most noxious public display of racism of my lifetime. Pure, unadulterated, stupid with two capital O's racism. A woman, quote, end quote, woman. Uh, allegedly human in the biological sense of the term at any rate, dressed in a gorilla mask, throwing an egg and missing, by the way, because she's a progressive and she throws like, never mind, throwing an egg at Larry Elder. If this were a Republican male throwing an egg at a black Democrat, this would be the number one story in the country. This is proof positive of the racket. That's the only word for it. The racket we're up against. You want to talk about election integrity? You've come to the right place. We'll be talking with Kim Crockett when we come back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Step into Red Wing shoes this season for waterproof, non-insulated footwear. They feature safety toe and regular toe work boots and shoes. Let their friendly fit experts find you the right footwear for your job in the right size. For outdoor fun this season, check out their Vask hiking boots. Remember, Red Wing also carries accessories, polish, socks, inserts, and more. Visit Red Wing shoes in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID 1282321, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? 
with low rates and no closing cost options. Now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Know the weather before you hit the field thanks to AM 1280 The Patriot and Onyx Hunt. Listen every Thursday at 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. for the Onyx Hunt weather forecast. No matter where you hunt, public or private, Onyx Hunt has it mapped. As the number one hunting GPS app, Onyx gives you hundreds of custom map layers, 3D topo maps, weather details, and even what crops have been planted and where. All within the palm of your hand. Get the most trusted GPS app ever made. Onyx. Know where you stand with Onyx Hunt. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Looking for a modern movie musical with a bold take on the classic fairy tale? Well, Cinderella is now streaming on Amazon Prime. My daughters have a suitor. You mean this daughter has a suitor? The others have heartache and jealousy. (laughs) Full of music and laughter, this one is a lot of fun from start to finish. And you will never look at a fairy godmother the same. Women's shoes are as they are. Even magic has its limits. Cinderella is rated PG. And for more information, you can head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.